What is up, my peeps? As I, I hope you was the second. <laughs> and I'm here for my second edition of the Q and A's. I know it's kind of corny, but I actually really do enjoy this because I love interacting with all my peeps and just seeing what you guys got to ask. You know, seeing what you guys got to say. So this is gonna be pretty cool. I'm not gonna waste too much time. If you guys haven't seen my first Q and A, I did that back in like seven and eight months ago it was pretty good i really like that one so i'm excited for this one just to see you know what's up and what you guys gotta ask so i got all your questions that you guys submitted in either on the post or dms or messages if you guys old school like me like messenger <laughs> all right so without further ado let's begin so i got my first question here it says you always ask your guests what is a hidden talent so what is yours? Hmm. Hidden talent of mine is that I am actually a pretty decent cook. That's one of my hidden talents. I don't do it often, <laughs> but when I do, I throw it down. Um, another hidden talent is that um, I'm a history buff too. Like uh, I do enjoy um, like always like researching my history and everything like that. So that's definitely a hidden talent. That some people probably didn't know, but my peeps, they probably do know that because they know what every time I have a guest on, I do like all my research and pull up stuff. <laughs> but anyway, so that's the answer for that one. Next question says, most podcasters look up to Joe Rogan. How do you feel about the hot war that he's currently in? Uh, yeah. See, Joe Rogan. He's um, definitely a guy who really helped bring podcasting to the map. I mean, he had that big $100 million contract with Spotify. Uh, just, you know, tremendous for him. But, yeah, he is in a lot of hot water for some uh, pretty dumb comments that he made, even though he did it in a joking matter. There's just some things that you can't joke about. So race is definitely one of them, you know. And it's kind of disappointing. You know, just to hear that he, you know, said these things, even though I don't think Joe Rogan is racist whatsoever. I mean, I've seen him have plenty of black friends. I've seen him, you know, hang with a lot of people of different races, not just black, but like Mexicans, uh, all types of people, Brazilians. So I don't think he's racist, but he just said some very, very dumb, dumb things trying to be funny. But hey, it comes back. That's the, the cancel culture that we lived in. But I did see a good. Um, post from Mark Merrill, so shout out to you, Mark Merrill, on like the cancel culture, where it's like, you know, cancel culture brings up people's past and try to use that against them for things that they said and done. And I'm not excusing Rogan or anybody else who's been, you know, had their dirt brought up or whatever, but, you know, he made a good point where it's like, you know, you attack somebody from their past, but yet they may not even live there anymore, you know? So it's like, you can always bring up somebody's past or things they did or things they said, but yet they're, they've probably did a whole 180. They're not even that person anymore. They're 100% aware of how dumb or stupid things were or the things that they were doing. So, you know, they don't live there in their past. So you shouldn't try to dig up the past and bring stuff up. But, yeah. So, yeah, that's my, my thoughts on uh, Rogan and the whole situation on that. All right, next question. 
It says, I love your sessions episode with your brother and Amani. When are you going to do another one? Yeah, I haven't done sessions in forever. Like, <laughs> me and my brother were actually just talking about that because, uh, so, hey, I'm calling you out, man. No, I'm just like, I ain't going to call him out like that because he, he brought up to me back in like late December, hey, we should do a session. I'm like, cool. And then life kind of happened. Like, he got busy. I got busy. Then I was like, January. I'm like, okay, let's do a January because, like, you know, it's going to be a year anniversary. That'd be cool. You know, let's do one. And then that didn't happen. <laughs> so we're still working on it. We're going to try to do another one with uh, me and my brother. Also, been trying to get other guests to do it. But some are not really comfortable doing sessions because of, like, I just talked about previously, the cancel culture or, you know, having an opinion about, like, serious topics or things that's going on. Even if it's like advice, things from your past, because like people love to bring up your past and use it against you or whatever. But I'm not that type of person. I like to use sessions as a way to like guide people. Uh, like when me and Amani did it, we had like great questions, things that like like situations we handled, things we've been through. Same with my brother, we've done inspirational stuff, um, motivational quotes, and all types of stuff that just helps you know get people going and help empower them. So I'm hoping very very soon. That I can do another sessions and I get more people on. I've tried. I've, I really have. Some people are just not comfortable with it or they don't feel like their opinion is worth being on the show, which is not true. Like anybody knows me, I welcome all types of people. So, yeah, the answer to that question. <laughs> all right, next one it says, What do you feel you have improved? Uh, my bad. <laughs> what do you feel you've improved the most? since episode one as a podcaster what do i feel i mean what do i feel like i improved the most uh just being comfortable with the camera because for a while i wasn't comfortable it took a while for me to get comfortable so i think that's definitely uh speaking up a little more because i do talk low just naturally i do you know i'm outgoing but i, I do speak pretty low so i had to learn to <clears throat> speak up you know um lighting camera i mean all of that stuff i mean really when i look at episode one i mean it's just like man i wish i knew the things i know now because i could have really made that episode pop but i love episode one that's one of my favorite episodes because of how far i've came and also just going off of straight just talent and passion and plus coach stone i mean and he's a legend and just hearing the stories that he had and all the the backstories and just everything. So it was pretty cool. It's a lengthy one. I mean, it's my longest interview I've ever done. It was like two hours and change. So if you guys want to check that out, I'll, I'll put the link in the description to check that out as well, because that was one of my favorite uh, ones. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> I shouldn't say that because all my episodes are my favorite. It's like picking your favorite children, you know. But I do love watching back episode one because I'm like, man. I came a long way. <laughs> All right. So let's see. Next question. It says, what was the most unexpected thing that's ever happened during an interview? I got a story. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Bunce Brill. That's, that's, that's my homie right there. And you're doing good, man. I'm real proud of you for all the uh, stuff you're accomplishing, uh, accomplishing in the music industry. So I had an interview with him. It was an in-person interview. You know, I don't do many of those. A lot of mine is just virtual, but this is in-person. 
I forget what episode it was, but it's the one with Bunks Brew. <laughs> but uh, luckily, it didn't get recorded. Uh, it originally did, but I had to delete it. I should have kept it. So we're, we're interviewing, and I'm on the chair, and I'm talking, asking him, like questions and everything. And then out of nowhere, my chair breaks. So like the camera just catches like me falling back. All you see is legs in the frame and then everyone in the back are like, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> People laughing and stuff. Uh, other uh, Bunce was like, he said, damn, why did I get out of the, the busted ass chair? You know, it's big boys, you gotta wear, you know, get them sturdier ones. <laughs> so shout out to you, bro. That was a, that was a really fun, fun uh interview that i did well yeah that was probably the the craziest uh or most unexpected i should say thing that happened to me during the interview <laughs> let's see next question what is the most disrespectful thing that has happened to you since starting podcasting mm. <clears throat> so the most disrespectful thing um not to throw anybody names out there but so i was talking with this person I was trying to have on the show. Everything was going good. We're talking about questions. We're talking about dates. We booked it. We got the date, time, all that stuff. So it was all cool. Everything's good. We got the time zones, everything. But I have this feeling in my gut, and I love just checking in with people just to make sure, like, hey, are we all good? You know, everything's good. Do you want to go over anything before we record or anything like that? Normally, I do it like a day, maybe two, maybe even three just make sure we're on the same page, everything. So after talking about everything, like what was going to do, I let some time pass. And it was like the day before. And I was just saying like, Hey, you know, just checking in. We're all good for tomorrow. Um, do you have any questions or anything? Blah, blah, blah. You know, good stuff. <laughs> so I get a response like, what? Huh? Oh, uh, we, we got an interview. What time? Uh, what date? uh when is it and i'm like are you kidding me <laughs> like damn like we just talked about so i'm like showing screenshots and like that person was just didn't remember and you know i guess that you know that happens sometimes you get big leagued or whatever but i just felt so disrespected because i'm like damn like we talked for like almost a couple hours about everything like from questions to time to time zone to sending the link and getting everything ready and then when i follow up with you a day before you don't have a clue who i am so like that was just the most disrespectful thing and i actually told the person like hey you know what don't even worry about it after going back and forth with them about just everything like i'll just say hey, don't even worry about it uh, maybe we'll do an interview somewhere down the future but right now it's just not the best time i can tell so yeah, see, I try to be respectful even when I'm disrespected. But hey, so that didn't that didn't happen. This sucks because I was excited for that one too. All right, next question: Is starting a podcast hard? No, it's really not. Anybody and their mother can start a podcast, and most people they do have podcasts. Now the hard part is having a successful podcast <laughs> because it doesn't take much to start a podcast. You need a camera. You need a USB mic and basically a social media platform. You do a website, you can make your own website, whatever, but that's really what you need. You know, now you, there's the other apps like Anchor, uh, Buzzsprout to really help push it out there and um, have your audio on different platforms. The hard part about podcasting to me is promoting and getting it out there. 
making sure that your content is good and makes people want to continue to click and listen or view. If you're doing video, it can be a little more challenging because now you got to worry about editing, you got to get the software, uh, you can get free softwares and edit, but sometimes those crash, sometimes they're not the best. Then you, you got to pay for one, you know, do like your effects, do all those things. Just try and do things that stand out. If you're doing just audio, it's a little easier. And that's why most podcasters do just like there's thousands that do audio, you know, just audio or millions to say that do audio. And um, I mean, there's even millions that do video, but not as much as just audio because audio is a little easier to just manage and actually have a life. <laughs> See, with me, though, I don't do things the easy way. <laughs> so I have video and audio for you guys now. I do need to push my audio, I think, more, even though it's doing fine, but I do push the video out because it just takes so much time, so much effort, and I really want to just push it out there. Sometimes people like to see things instead of just hearing them. But yeah, um, starting a podcast, not hard whatsoever. Now, becoming a successful podcast, that is hard. Because I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I have all the answers, because I don't. And every day I feel like I'm growing or every episode I'm growing and learning new things and learning new tricks and learning new ways to, you know, get people engaged, get my um, episode out there, you know? So yeah, that's the answer that's podcasting. <laughs> All right. Next one. I remember from your first Q and a, someone asked you, were you single? Are you still? <laughs> no, I'm not actually. And it's funny that um, you mentioned that because my uh, my current girlfriend right now, she actually watched that Q&A and was actually a little discouraged because when I said that, you know, I'm not looking for um, a relationship unless someone swipes my feet, you know, swipe me off my feet or something. And she swept me off my feet. I mean, she's been an amazing, amazing girlfriend. Like, I just I can't brag enough about her. I mean, anyone who's following me on social media, um, they know just how much that I really do uh, care for her and love her. Like, I mean, she's been amazing. We've been talking for a while and I feel like we're getting closer and closer. Like every time we hang out or, you know, get together. So to answer the question, no, I'm not single. I am taken, happily taken. Shout out to you, baby. <laughs> All right. Next question. What is your highest viewed or downloaded episode? Highest viewed overall episode is my episode. I believe it's, um, Man, I forget the numbers. They kind of blend after a while, guys. I'm sorry. But it's the one with uh, Sharon and Cisco. So shout out to you guys from the Soul Quest podcast. When I interviewed them and first, yeah, I interviewed them and then I was on their show. So please, if you guys haven't seen that, I'll put that link in the description as well uh, to check out that. And you can check out the one that I did with them. That one is so far the highest overall viewed. It has over 3.4 uh, views on on Facebook, over 800 downloads on um, Spotify, like Anchor, and then I think on YouTube it's like at 80 something last I checked. So I'm still trying to grow that YouTube channel. My YouTube channel isn't as big as I want it to be, but hey, you know it's just another platform, another opportunity. But big shout out to them because they they are amazing people. Sharon and Cisco, please check out their podcast, Soul Quest Podcast. They have amazing guests. They talk about many things from like divorce and struggles and you know, parenting and love. I mean, they and they have some really good guests up there. And I was honored to be one of their guests. So please check them out as well. But that's my most uh, viewed and downloaded episode so far. All right. 
Next question. I saw you and Matias Brown interview. It says, wait, yeah, I saw you and Matias Brown interview. You used to play football. What position did you play? I played on the line. I played uh, defensive end, defensive uh, tackle. Then when my sophomore year came around, I was playing um, right guard, left guard, and then tight end. So basically everything on the line I played except for center. I was horrible at snap. <laughs> I couldn't snap and step. Like it was just, it just didn't feel natural to me. But everything else, it was great. I had a lot of fun at tight end. That was actually my last position I played at um, in football. I had a lot of fun there. I wish I could have played that from day one. I would have just, I would have loved it, man. But I was glad I got to play that position. Second favorite was uh, right guard and uh, defensive end. That was my third one, like just favorites. But, yeah, those are the positions I played. All right, next question. What's something that you always wanted to do that you finally did this year? Uh, fall in love, truly. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely something I did. I always wanted to do, and uh, it's an amazing feeling. So yeah, that's that's the answer. Next question: What are five of your favorite things? Hmm. So this one was a little tricky because I didn't know, like, when you say five favorite things, like, like in what context, basically. <laughs> but uh, I'm just going to think of some things. Um, I love hanging with friends. I love uh, playing video games whenever I get a chance. It's, it's sad. It's a sad world, guys. I haven't played in I don't know how long. It's been months. So that sucks. But, hey, I'm spending all my time working and getting this podcast going and the time I have left to expand my girlfriend. So it's all worth it. But yeah, um, hanging with friends, uh, video games. I love pizza. <laughs> I'll throw it out there. Big pizza head. Um, let's spend time with my family. And I love sports. Love watching it on TV or going to the games in person. So yeah, those are my five favorite things. All right, next question. I saw you on Tyson Vibes Success Podcast where you mentioned that you were going to start a new show and change the name. When will that go into effect? Yeah, that's a um, uh, shout out to Tyson too. Uh, Tyson Vibes Success Podcast. It's a, it's a great website, uh, not great website, <laughs> great platform. He has a lot of great guests. So uh, I'll put that in the description too for you guys to check out his stuff. Great guy. Uh, yeah, so I didn't mention it, and I've been hesitant to change it. The only reason is because, like, I really feel like the People's Choice podcast is finally starting to really gain some momentum. And I'm like, man, do I really want to change it now? Where I feel like people are finally discovering me. Like, I'm getting more uh, follows on Instagram, more likes on Facebook, my YouTube subscribers going up a little bit. So I'm like, man, I don't know. Downloads going up. So I'm like, do I really want to change it just yet? I changed it on Twitter. The name, the original, the new name that was going to uh, become was the People's Choice Network. And the reason I changed it to that is because I feel like, you know, I do so much, not just interviews. Even the interviews is like my meat and potatoes. And that's the, what I have the most content. But I do have reviews. I also have, you know, sessions, Q&As like this. Um, I also have my sports stuff that don't hate my tape. And then I'm going to be starting another show eventually, uh, pretty soon this year. 
So I thought, like, man, well, I'm more than just a podcaster. Man, I should change the People's Choice Network. But, I mean, it was pretty cool. I mean, it is, I like the name. And maybe eventually I'm going to change it to that. But as of right now, I'll be the People's Choice Podcast because I feel like I'm really just starting to hit a good stride. And it sucks, too, because me and my uh, sister and uh, other partners, we were just, like, brainstorming on different, like, names and slogans and merch and all this other stuff. And now I'm, like, having cold feet, like, actually <laughs> i think i'm gonna hold off on it but yeah it's all good though all right got um got like five more so this one says what advice would you give to someone starting a podcast business all right first things first just start do not procrastinate like me like how i did i should have been podcasting a long time ago um, I was just always in my own way. Unfortunately, that does happen in life. Sometimes you're in your own way, but once you recognize it, you know, just block out the noise, block out the doubt, block out the hate, and just do it. Secondly, make sure that you improve. I always say, and I always keep it back in my head, how can I improve from last episode? How can I you know, change something up? Or how can I do better? You know, that's, and everybody who's been rocking me from my original peeps that have seen me from episode one to where I'm at right now, they know that I've improved dramatically and I'm still finding new ways to improve. I mean, if it's upgrading my camera, changing the mic, changing the headset, changing the background, changing questions, changing, you know, different guests or, you know, just finding new ways to make sure that I keep the show as interesting as possible and trying to make sure that um, you know, just continue to improve. I think improvement is important. Don't ever get complacent because then you're not going to go anywhere. And uh, more advice, I would say, um, don't take the lack of support person because when you start off doing a podcast, you're going to assume that you're going to have like, oh man, I know like at least a good 400, 500 people or 100 people, whatever, you know, they're going to support. That's not the case. That's not the case at all. You'll be surprised at how much lack of support you get from the ones you truly love and the ones that like your friends and stuff to the point where it's like, damn, like you're like, what the hell? I thought we were buddies or I thought we were family. What the hell? Don't take it personal. You got to keep in the back of your mind that they know you like, like me. They know me, Alvin, the, the person, the human being, the friend, the cousin. They don't know Alvin, the podcaster, or maybe they don't even like Alvin, the podcaster, but they like Alvin, the friend. So keep that in mind because it will save you a lot of heartache and a lot of uh, hurt. <laughs> uh, trust me. So don't don't take the lack of support personal. And uh, for the ones that do support, make sure you go out your way to thank them in any way, shape or form. Anybody that knows me that has shared any of my content, that has liked it, comment, they know that I make sure that I, I tell them thank you. I'll send them GIFs. I'll send them um, emojis. I'll write them because it's important, even though it's a small little thing as far as hitting the share button <laughs> or liking or doing a comment. People act like it's a hard thing to do. So I always go on my way to thank people. And on that note, I'm actually going to bring back the uh, people of the week. I know I, I had it for a few episodes and I took it away, but I'm definitely going to continue to put that in there more because I love just engaging with my audience and showing that, hey, I see what you're saying and I do care and I will put it out there. So that's going to be coming. 
any more advice, um, prepare to do a lot of research. There's going to be a lot of long hours, lack of sleep, a lot of writing, um, like just notes and paragraphs. Like, I mean, it's going to, it's, it's tough. It's tough. And like I said earlier, it's not hard to start a podcast, but it's tough to make one be successful. They statistically, they say by episode 11, people quit or is it seven? I think it's episode 11, episode seven. Most people quit podcasting for good. You don't want to be that person. You got to truly love this. There's going to be long nights. You're going to have to refuse a lot of like hanging out with friends or family. You're going to have to do the nitty gritty. There's going to be times where you're going to have to be at your job job and thinking and working on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, it, it's that's how it is, man. You want it. You got to get it. You got to go after it. So that's some advice right there. And I got plenty of more, but I don't want to take up too much time. <laughs> So if you do got more uh, questions, just hit me up. <laughs> All right. Next question. What is your top five favorite episodes? Uh, man, like I said, I don't like doing these because it's like picking, you know, your children. Like, oh, this is my favorite child. Or this one. I love every single last episode I've ever done. Uh, maybe there's some where I felt like, man, I, I wasn't at my A game, but my guests carried it for me. Uh, but I don't really like doing that because I don't want any of my guests to feel disrespected in any way whatsoever because I love each and every one of them and appreciate the time and effort that they gave me. Uh, but I think there's some real, real good impactful ones that I feel most people should try to check out. I love the one I did with uh, Zeus um, episode, what was it, three or four? Like I said, sorry, guys, they kind of blend, but it's uh, Antoine Harris interview. That was a really good one. The Coach Stone interview, episode one, that was really good. Uh, the one I just did with Matias was great. The one I did with MBI Eileen, the one I did with uh, Diamond. Like, those are some impactful ones, some real ones that uh, I feel a lot of people can listen to. Cisco and Sharon's, I love that one, too. So there's so many that I love, man. OTR Kwan is great. <laughs> so Chapa not. So uh yeah, I sorry. I think I know I did more than five, but it's just hard to really, you know, put it out there like, oh yeah, go check this out, check it out, check it all out. <laughs> but uh those are the ones I can just think off the dome right now. All right. Next question it says, How do you stay so consistent with your podcast? You just gotta love it, man. Plain and simple, you gotta love it. No matter what you do, you gotta love it because consistency is just discipline. Even when you don't feel like podcasting, or even when you don't feel like doing, you know, the editing and the promoting and posting. I mean, it's it can be a struggle because I got all these platforms that I'm on: two different Instagram, two different Facebook pages, a Twitter. Um, I'm all over from Spotify to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all, all these different platforms and stuff. So it can be tiring, but it's going to be worth it. So I feel, yeah, that's definitely um, how I stay consistent because I love it. And you ask, you just got to love to put in the work. You got to fall in love with it. It's going to suck sometimes. There's a lot of sacrifice that go with this, but if you love it, you'll do it. And that's not just with podcasts and that's with anything in life. All right. Got what? Oh, I guess we got a few more questions. So maybe four. Okay. All right. It says, I seen both of your interviews with coach stone. They were amazing. Can we expect any returning guests in the future? Yes, we actually can. So, um, 
breaking news. And I normally don't like announcing my guests way before because when I do that, sometimes they cancel or stuff happens. <laughs> but um, I can't go on record to say that Diamond Williams will be back. We're going to be doing an interview um, in March very soon. So stay tuned for that one. And I'll put in the description of the original interview that we've done, which was amazing. And also NBA Eileen will be returning as well. So those are two people that's returning, coming back to chat with me, you know, a year later for both of them basically to see, you know, how things been, what they're doing, what they're currently doing, you know, trials, tribulations, anything. So I'm really excited for that. And I think my peeps will be too, because those two were actually very popular uh, interviews. Actually, Diamonds was actually the first interview I've ever done that reached like over 2,000 people like on Facebook. And NBI Eileen's is still my highest viewed on YouTube. So I think, you know, the peeps are definitely going to want to check those out too. All right. So three more questions I got. What is the end game for you and your podcast? The end game is basically to be um, one of the best household name. Basically, <laughs> you know, basically on a Rogan level, I would love, love to be there. And I think I can, but also that's not what I'm shooting for like necessarily, I think podcasting is going to open up a lot of windows for me and many other event uh, business adventures, no matter if it's endorsement deals, sponsorships, um, maybe even doing some like acting, you know, I mean, a lot of different things, maybe writing a book, you know, I've had so many different people on the show in different um, career fields. And I think maybe we could do some collab work, uh, maybe just getting out there more, but really I just want to be the best. That's, that's the end goal. You know, if I can get a big contract like Rogan has, you know, uh, to be an exclusive, you know, to be on like a platform and get paid $100 million, that'd be great. But, you know, chance of that happen, who knows? I'm not going to doubt it, but chances are slim. <laughs> but that's where the end game is just to be the best and become successful um, and just continue to stay happy doing it. Just be excited for the opportunities that this could bring me. All right, so two more questions. I got, what is your five favorite quotes that you've heard your guests give? Hmm. The one with Darren Charles, uh, that was great. So you guys got to check that one out. That's when he said, um, when you compete against everyone else, no one's there to help. But when you compete against yourself, everyone's there to support you. That one was good, especially in this podcast world, <laughs> because um, a lot of us podcasters, we compete with each other, but we don't lift each other up as much as we should. So that's something to think about. And not just in podcasting. I mean, that's in a lot of different fields. Um, I love the one Coach Stone gave in episode one where it was a, I think it was a Vince Lombardi uh, quote where he was like, um, the measurements of a man. Uh, or testament of a man, like winning isn't just a sometime thing, it's an all-time thing, and it does not necessarily mean just on the field. I love that one. Um, John Ingalls gave me a good one. I had him on um, the podcast before where he was like, you know, think about tomorrow. That one uh, sticks with me too because sometimes, like he gave good examples. He's like, hey, you want to go out and get drunk? Um, think about tomorrow, though. You know, you think about, you know, that the consequences of that, you know, you don't want to go into work. OK, think about tomorrow. 
now you're going to be behind. You're going to miss money. You're going to miss, you know, probably opportunities. Um, think about tomorrow and any decision that you that you do. So I really like that one. Uh, two more I could try to think of. Um, the one me Eileen she gave was good too. That um, she quoted, I think it was uh, uh, what was his name? Sorry, I'm trying to remember. I think it was Rob Rob something. Um, but it was like um, no matter no matter how I feel, the work must get done. I think it was it was something like along that uh, context. So it was like you know, no matter how I'm feeling, the work must get done. So no matter if you're sick, tired, you know, hurting, the work must get done. You got, and then she went an example like she said, still looking up, you know, new ways to, you know, uh, come up with a new bar. She still does her workouts. She still, you know, get into that her her mind, you know, get her mind right. I mean, she had like great examples. You guys, I see that that um, episode. That was a good one because a lot of times we make excuses for ourselves. We're like, yeah, I don't really feel like it. I don't want to do it. But it's like, nope, I gotta, I gotta do it. I gotta push through it. The work must get done. And another one that sticks out to me, um, man, because there's so many, I've done almost 50 interviews. <laughs> so, um, hmm. Um, I don't know. trying to remember one, guys. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> there's there's a lot that goes in my head, but which one's a, a good one? Well, I mean, I said it, <laughs> but I got it from, I think I heard it from Big Sean. I, I used it in a couple different interviews, but it, it's constantly, like, that's the one that motivates me. It's in my head. It keeps me going. And it's the one where I said, I'm trying to take the greatest story never told and make it my own. That one really gets me because our stories in life is just crazy. When you really sit back and think about the shit you've been through and the things that you've done, things you've been in, like, wow, you look back, like, I can't like, I got through that. Or, man, that was a stressful time. You know, and you think about all those experiences and you're just like, wow. And if you put that on like a pen, paper, or a book, some of you guys will have some really great stories and a lot of you that do know me, they know I've been through a lot, overcame a lot, I've done tremendous. I've also been to lowest of the low, like in life. So I keep that in mind that one day when it's all said and done and I do write my book, I feel like it's going to be one of the greatest stories ever told. So that's, that's what gets me. All right. And the last question, it says, what do you like to do on your downtime? Um, like I said, if I can, I'll try to play a video game, hanging out with friends, um, hanging out with my girlfriend. There's really nothing else, you know, just like spending quality time with people that I really care about. Um, like I said, family, friends, girlfriend. And if I could play some video games here and there, I would love to do that, too. So, uh, yeah, those are some great questions, guys. Thank you for sending all your questions. I'll be doing another Q&A somewhere down the road, maybe another seven or eight months. <laughs> um, who knows? But thank you all. Make sure you guys uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. If you enjoy the content, share this, like, subscribe. Um, if you're listening to this, thank you. Leave a review on any of the platforms. 
um, that you can. Like I know Apple Podcasts got some. I think Spotify got a five star thing too. So definitely, you know, let's help each other. Let's help each other grow. And stay tuned next Tuesday for a new interview from yours truly, the People's Choice, out in People's Seconds.